Oh, darling elevators, if you are struggling with the day job, your daily productivity, or your nightly slumber, I would love to help you out and feature you right here on this show. Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash hot seat and schedule your free Elevate Your 8 strategy session. Past success stories include college grads developing an at-home routine and furloughed folks finding their way back to work. These fill up super fast. So go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash hot seat to schedule your strategy session today. And now onto this week's episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy, or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, dairy-free, karaoke-crazy, future 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Okay, everybody, you are listening to the Elevate Your A podcast. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and we're doing another fantastic hot seat coaching session today. My guest is Carolyn Newhausen, who is part yoga instructor, part writer, all amazeballs. Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. Um, It's super exciting to be here, and I appreciate the time you're giving me. Well, it is my pleasure. So Carolyn and I know each other through the health and wellness space. She has been my yoga instructor for my swim team for... Oh my God, since the pandemic started pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. I think it's been like six months. Yeah, about mm-hmm. six months. She's a fantastic yoga instructor. We have had some really good times together. Um, but today I get to be the coach instead. So um, Carolyn, why don't you tell everybody what you're currently doing in the career phase and um, kind of what you're maybe looking to change or upgrade? Yeah, Um so um, I, I teach a few yoga yoga sessions. Um, I I kind of almost always think of myself as a writer, just because I've been doing it forever, um, and that's kind of really where my heart is. Although, um, in the last two or three years, I've definitely been on. I have a um, a coach of my own um, who uh, has really guided me towards better nutrition and better overall awareness. Uh, awareness of wellness. And so she, the thing that I, I think I'm really drawn to is the, um, and something that, that I find in your podcast where you talk about how important your sleep is and your sleep quality. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, you know, I've talked about with her and she's, she's guided me towards, I think it's, um, so easy for us to think of, of like health and wellness is like just nutrition or just your, yeah. just your, instead of looking at it, like, well, what are your, what are the quality of your relationships? What is the quality of your self-love and your self-boundaries? And like, all these different things. And so I've found myself, I think, feeling like I could be a good coach in that space. Um, And kind of in this weird place where like the dream is to be an entrepreneur and to be on on my own, but I don't have um, 
enough of a clientele at this point. And so I, I kind of play with the idea of going back into digital production and writing professionally, which is where, where, you know, corporate roles are. Um, I think in that space, what is challenging is, especially when it comes to digital and I think any salary, most salaried positions, I think the, 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 the difficulty there is you feel like you are indebted to work whenever somebody calls you or emails you. Um, And so I think, I think if I were to go back into a corporate space in order to build a clientele up on the side, I think um, that would be the best of both worlds. But I think I would like to, I don't know, um, find a role that that really allows me to have those good boundaries of you clock in it at a certain time, you clock out at a certain time, and then you've got your your own eight hours for your side hustle. Yes. Yeah, exactly what we talk about on the show. Um, do you... Do you feel called to that nine to five space or is it just more like I need something to pay the bills until I fully develop what I really want to do? I think that the latter is probably, probably more that, I mean, I think what I like about a, like a regular, there are two things I like about the regular structure of like a nine to five, nine to six kind of job. It's one, it's that kind of dependability where you're going to show up at a certain time. It, it yes. adds a nice structure to your life, right? You know where you're supposed to be at a particular time and you know what you're supposed to be doing. And then I think it's, I've been blessed in the past with having a camaraderie with really great, fabulous people. And I think that yeah. it can be a little bit lonely being an entrepreneur and, and being on your own. Um, but I would say that that the draw, most of the draw is is the dependability of a, of a of a paycheck every two weeks, that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel you there. Um, and, and not just because I have a nine to five, but I know what it's like to be unemployed and I and I know what it's like to be stuck between between gigs where it's like, okay, well, I know I'm leaving this spot, but I don't know where I'm going yet. And I did that, I did that once with Charles. Um, we made the decision together to move to Arizona from Chicago. So I left my job without having a new one, but I, I trusted that I would find what I needed to find. And this was one of those things where we'd been moving for my career, I don't know, for almost 10 years. So I felt like, you know, if he, we should go somewhere he wants to go. So let's give that a whirl. And, and it all worked out fine, but yeah, it's taking that big leap of faith and doing something kind of scary, like wondering, okay, well, how am I going to pay the bills until I find something that I really want to do? Um, so, okay, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about when the health coaching concept started calling to you. So you were seeking your own coaching and mm-hmm. you're enjoying the experience, obviously. And so there's something in you that's saying, oh, I think I could do this. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think, um, I think what has become um, apparent to me over the last few years is uh, my strengths and my strengths, I think, I think rest in um, more of the, the emotional sphere. So um, high vulnerability, um, emotionally intelligent, um, empathetic, like all the stuff, all the, the, the stuff you can't, you can't see, like, it's not quantitative, you know, yeah, soft skills. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think that those would lend themselves to, to being a good coach. I also really dig the, um, I never thought of myself as like 
being in love with like biology or anatomy when I was, um, you know, when I was like in high school, I was like, yeah, oh, like, I'm never going to need this. Or, right, why, right. Why am I taking this? <laughs> right. Like besides ecosystems, like wh- where am I going to use this? Um, but, uh, but I have found that, um, especially with the yoga teacher training, just kind of, um, the idea of the idea of like, oh, like I'm sore in a particular place. Like, well, let me investigate. Like, am I overcompensating in a particular yeah. of body? Um, and then like actually seeing muscles or seeing strength, like physical strength develop has been interesting. And I find myself kind of going down the rabbit hole, uh, in terms of, um, all sorts of health articles. I mean, there are so many different, um, and sometimes confusing or conflicting information about diets and, and but it's also fascinating. You know? It is. Yeah. Why is keto better than paleo? Why is That's- vegan better than keto? Like all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I had a thought and I lost it. Okay. So, so there's a bunch of stuff. There's all these different things that you feel a connection to Yeah. talking about your strengths being in the, in the emotional realm. So, how might you put that together into your coach persona or what would be your niche, I suppose? Yeah. So I guess that that's, um, that's something I've been, I've been chewing on for a while too. Um, especially because it seems to me like, like people who can niche down are, are the ones that are um, successful. Right. I think, um, I have struggled with confidence and I've read some literature, although I would love to read some more literature on confidence. Um, but I think I would like to, um, to help people in building confidence, um, and in managing criticism, because I know, um, some people are really great at taking feedback and criticism. I can tell you, I'm not one of those people. Okay. Although I understand and recognize that, um, allowing yourself to take feedback and criticism and to instead of tearing you down, using it as a tool to get better Mm -hmm. and doing it with a sense of self-compassion and love, I think are key components in, in living a happier life. Um, Because somebody's always going to have an opinion, you know, somebody's always going to have an opinion of, um, of your teaching style, of your coaching style. And you're never, there's a great Casey Musgrave song um, where she says, you can't be everybody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth, right? So true. Um, so yeah, so I think because I'm on the path of understanding those two concepts, confidence and criticism, Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe where I can leverage the best kind of coaching for other people. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a journey. I don't think, um, I'm not, I'm not to the place where I'm like, I'm cured. It's all great. You know? Right. Um, yeah. I love the connection between the two, especially since you recognize in yourself that accepting feedback and constructive criticism is difficult. And at the same time, suggesting that you struggle with confidence, which, which I do not see that. I think Mm -hmm. anybody that, um, that learns a craft or a trade and then teaches it to somebody else to the point too, where those other people are learning, connecting. I mean, just to use your yoga classes as an example, you had a bunch of first timers, um, from our, from our team come in and participate. And, and all of them were like, 
this was really cool. I didn't, you know, I've never had done yoga before and I didn't know what it would be like. And this was fantastic. It's very relaxing. I liked the stretching. And I mean, and even, you know, use Anthony as an example, like the fact that you have gotten him on a mat a couple of times and that he finished a class and tried yeah. mind blowing to me. So, so just in terms of impressions, um, you have never struck me as someone that would struggle with self-confidence. So uh, for a second, let's dig into that. Yeah. And where do you suppose that is coming from? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I think confidence and, and vulnerability, I think are, are connected to one another. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there have definitely been times where, um, I've wanted to have more of a voice on, on, on a platform like Instagram, for example, like, um, especially, um, there have been times where I've wanted to kind of do like, like a video where I just want to let people know, you know, the, how many followers I have, like, Hey, I read this book and it was really cool. Or this is what I'm taking away with it from it. Um, and it feels so scary to be, to be on this platform because it's kind of, there's that imposter syndrome of like, Ooh, who am I with my, 200 followers like to be telling people right um I think too what's interesting is exactly what what you just said so appreciative thank you for that for that um but but um I can I think that this is why I feel drawn to to helping people with confidence particularly women because like the the literature shows that like um women are just as capable in many ways as their counterparts. Absolutely. Belief in themselves that keeps them from striving or challenging themselves, reaching for more. Right. Um, So that's the piece I'd like to help people with. Um, And uh, yeah, I think, I think that it maybe comes to an understanding of, of how vulnerable you make yourself when you label yourself as, an expert in XYZ or, Hey, I have a voice or something to share. Right. Um, because that in and of itself takes a sense of confidence, I think, um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It totally does. Yeah. And I think, um, the mastermind group that I'm in, we just recently did, um, did a workshop on the concept of imposter syndrome. And I keep going back to, have you ever read, um, my, our greatest fear that Marianne Williamson wrote in one of her books, I'll, I'll download what I have. Cause I have it up. It's in my office and I actually need to put it up here in in the podcast studio. <laughs> um, and it's this whole concept of that. Our, our greatest fear is that we actually are what we want to be. And that concept of like, who am I to say that, I'm an expert or who am I to express my feelings or my opinions to other people to where they'll listen. But then this, I don't know if you want to call it a poem or a soliloquy, I don't know, monologue is um, who am I to do this? But Marilyn Williamson saying, well, who are you not to do it? And and the world needs your light. And we all have something to contribute. And and that's why I think self-publishing and podcasting is so fantastic right now, because we don't need permission um, to share our gifts and to share our thoughts and our feelings that we have these platforms that are available for us. And it's just a matter of sitting down. You know how long it took me to physically sit, I kept saying, oh, I don't understand GarageBand very well, so I can't put my show out yet. Or, oh, I don't have an idea for for a show topic. And 
Yeah. And, and so, it, you know, you just have to, it's that pushing through and saying like, well, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. So now I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think like, like I said before, you've already done a piece of that because you put yourself out there as a yoga instructor and you are that person. Um, and, and people learn from you and they grow from you. So taking it to the next step and defining that niche is, would just be a natural progression from where I sit. And I think, um, I, uh, I can't remember who said this, probably a number of people have, but the, the best way to learn something about yourself is to teach it to others. So mm. that, that first step in saying like, okay, well, I'm about to set myself up to help other women, deal with their self-confidence, their confidence and their ability to accept feedback, accept criticism. And while I'm doing that, I'm actually going to build that skill in myself. Um, so it, honestly, Carolyn, it just seems natural to me that that's the direction that you would go. And, mm-hmm. and it makes total sense. And it's it's perfectly niche down too. Um, I'm Carolyn Newhausen and I work with women who need to improve their confidence so that they can accept their, their inner criticisms or something like that, um, mm-hmm. which is another exercise that we do in this mastermind group. Like what's your elevator pitch? And sure. um, I help blank to do blank so they can blank. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be so easy for you to fill in those blanks. <laughs> and then, and then the rest of it is just like, okay, now I got to market myself and I got to find some clients. And that would just be a a natural next step. Um, And because you already work in the health and wellness sphere, I can probably, there's probably 10 people off the top of my head that have been in your classes or who know you. I can't remember how you know Phoebe, but, um, you know, a number of us who could provide referrals and, um, and then, you know, you've got a business and it just, just happened just like that. Um, and yeah, it's not that easy, but, but it is that easy because once you, once you make the decision, like this is, this is the group I want to help and this is how I'm going to help them. Then, um, yeah, the rest is just going through the motions and, and being comfortable with the uncertainty of it all. Um, and it doesn't have to be a lonely space because there's lots of, of groups and, organizations and Facebook spaces and things like that, where there are people doing the same things that, that you want to do. And, and they've been, I found them all to be super, super supportive. So um, it, yeah, I mean, I think you're ready. It's just, okay. you know, putting that first foot forward and saying like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, uh, yeah. I so appreciate that feedback. Thank you. I think you'll be so great at that. Um, Just from what I know from your yoga instruction and other conversations that we've had, I think it would be incredibly dynamic. And in the meantime, too, you can still pursue the writing that you want to do. Like, there's several books in there, Um, you know, women's confidence and how to accept criticism and how to be better at taking feedback and, you know, my journey to discovering yoga and those types of things. I mean, people write books about all the time. So why shouldn't you write one? Um, Mm -hmm. There's definitely, there's definitely stuff out there um, that will, that will make sense um, when you put it on paper. And, And if writing is your, your original training place anyway, then yeah, it would be, it would be a no brainer. It would not be hard at all for you to make it and then write several books. My author, Carolyn Newhausen, now on the Elevate Your Eight podcast, promoting her first book. That's right. That'd be awesome. Um, Well, yeah, thank you. You've given me some some stuff to chew on um, for sure. 
Um, there was something I was going to say, and now I've forgotten. It happens to me all the time. It's not a pause brain. <laughs> I was hoping that it, that's going to come back to you. And sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel you. But, um, well, thank you for that. That's, um, yeah, definitely, definitely some good stuff to chew on. And, and I've, you know, I've thought about doing self-publishing. Um, there was this book, um, I, and I, this was many, many years ago, but I remember, um, one of the Culkins, I think it was Macaulay. He oh, okay. Was, he was on, um, I think it was like KTLA or something in the morning. And he, he was talking about this book that he'd written. Um, and, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a, like a memoir, like a straight up memoir. And it wasn't like a straight up novel, but it was kind of this interesting hybrid where it was like doodles and like journal entries and like some chapters that, Oh I, wow! I think the reason why I remember it is because I remember thinking it was the first time that I think, um, two things that, that a book didn't have to follow a particular format and like, sure you know, let's accept the fact that this is Macaulay Culkin and he already has a platform and he's all already celebrity and you're going to, you know, buy it anyway. Right. But that aside, that, that your format didn't have to be A to Z. It didn't have to be one thing. I think it was the hybrid nature of it that I thought. Yeah. Was, and that you can tell your story in a, in different formats, if that makes sense to you. It totally does. Like a Quentin Tarantino film, completely yeah. nonlinear storytelling. Yeah. Sure. Or like a Christopher Nolan kind of memento kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And so anyway, so I just, I just bring that up to say that you've, you've jogged that memory that I've, I've kind of thought about that. Um, I've kind of thought about that in, in different circumstances in terms of like, well, if I were to write a book, what would it look like? And I think I'm drawn to that kind of just strange hybrid, like contrast Thompson just make shit. And then like, you know, it is what it is. Where it goes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, the beautiful thing about writing is that, <clears throat> and even with self-publishing, even when it's out there, if if something's not resonating and you're like, yeah, I wish I'd never put that chapter in there. Or why didn't I put in a chapter about this? Then you just unpublish it and update it and put it back out there. Um, <laughs> and, and you can do, it's not permanent. Like, it, it, see, I never would have known that. I never, I mean, until you just said that, I never would have known that there was this kind of flexibility to it. Oh, Yeah. It's all kinds of fun. It's so much fun. KDP on Amazon is just a blast. Okay. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I did a, I did a book course over the summer. Um, I wasn't planning to write another book this year, but this opportunity came and, and that's where I wrote the nine to five side hustler. And, um, and I, like, I knew how to self-publish, but I learned so much about structure and writing and, sort of like using the system in order to enable yourself at, to be a bestseller. And I, and I feel like it was the most, um, most ambitious project that I, that I took on and probably the one I'm the proudest of because I really, I had no place in there like, oh, what do I want to write about? And then the idea came to me and I just went with it. And the more I went with it, the more I'm kind of like, oh yeah, this is like, why didn't I write this five years ago? This is, this makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's, it's so we're, we're living in amazing days as crazy as they are right now. Um, but there's, there's so many opportunities that we all have to share our gifts and hone skills that make us feel like we're actually contributing to the world in the way that we want to, because let's face it, there's so many people out there that are doing jobs. They're in careers that they hate because they just don't feel like they can make that change. And 
And that's really, that's what I always hoped this show would be is, is letting people know that um, they hold the reins. You hold the reins for your time over your wellness. You hold the reins for your, your work and, and what you choose to pursue and whatnot. So um, anyway, yeah, shameless plug for the show there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting too. It's, I find that there's, you know, when I look back at my, when I look back at my experiences in corporate and the, the, the times that I felt like I was, there's, there's definitely a link between there's kind of this, um, like, I like to look at life as a web because I feel like when you pull, when you pull one thread to the right, it affects something to the left, right? Yeah. There's, um, there's definitely, I think, a link between confidence, boundary setting, and and self-compassion. And I think that what I what I have seen um, is people get burned out. People get burned out at work, particularly in the digital age, and particularly when you're in the when you're in the digital sphere, social media, community management, marketing, you know, yeah. what have you. And I think it's because there's this expectation from on high that you're just available. And I think that there's a fear to set the boundary. Yeah. Like, but I'm going to give you an example. I, I saw, I met this guy on a date and he was talking about how he works for a video of one video game um, company. And that the industry in general is very much like you're working six days, seven days a week for like six weeks at a time. And like, that's just expected. And he went into another interview and when they asked him, um, you know, uh, well, how do you feel about working on the weekends and holidays? He, he straight up told them like, yeah, um, no, I, I work a solid five days Yeah, to life. And I, I really, um, you know, like every once in a while, there's a project deadline that needs to be met, whatever, but that's like in every once in a while kind of situation. And I asked him, I bring this example up because I asked him, I said, you know what, what gave you that confidence, um, to say that? And he said, uh, you know, he was already in a job where he saw the pitfall and he was like, yeah. there's no way to leave that to go to another job just like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So he had the benefit of being, um, of, of having a paycheck. Right. So, but yeah, that there's, I think a lot of people, I think, um, I don't know, some, there's just a part of me that's like, roll back the time where like people have self boundaries and then we can tell people no. And then it's just like, like a a rising tide lifts all boats. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. And I love the web idea. And I I love, uh, I mean, if, if I had been in a, if I were hiring somebody the second that he said, no, I don't, I won't work weekends. I, I need my boundaries and I like to keep it at a five day week. Like I'd be, okay, I'm done with this interview. I'm hiring you. Cause for me, that person has a sense of who they are and what they can contribute. And that's the person that I want to work with. I want to work with the person that is um, is very aware that they can't serve. I, Eleanor Brown said this, no one can serve from an empty vessel. Yes. So here's my weekend to recharge so that I can give you, my employer, Everything. my very, very best work. Um, and so, yeah, that's so cool. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Well, let's talk action steps, okay? okay. So what, what do you want, what's gonna be the first thing that you do when we're done with our conversation today? Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, so I think well, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I think um, also holding me accountable, which I love. Um, so I'm already, as we were talking, I, I was already 
kind of thinking about concepts on on creating um, like an ebook, like you said, self-publishing and like, what would those chapters look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the vein of, so I think I think an accountability step would be to um, write out an outline of, of like, just what the title of like each chapter would be, or like what, just like one sentence, like chapter one would be this, chapter two would be that. Um, I think, um, I'm trying to think beyond beyond that. Um, What's the subject of your ebook? Um, something like the well, the, so the subject would be about confidence building, and like okay. the so it would be like the seven ways I build confidence, and um, and then each chapter, and then each chapter would talk about something different. Um, and then uh, I think after that, I'm a little lost in terms of, um, I also have kind of been floating, um, not keeping a very consistent schedule with with um, yoga instruction. And so I think that's probably the other thing I want to do is like, just have a day and like, that's the day. And I promote it however, which way. Yeah. Um, how, that's, you're reminding me of something I was going to say. And I said, you know, I lost it and it's coming oh, back good. So there's this coach that I love. Shout out to Ashley Stahl. Um, she's incredible. Um, she says that when she reaches out, when she's like lead building and, and she's just kind of reaching out, she says she does it with high intention and low attachment. Okay. Kind of, kind of blew my mind. So the idea is like, you know, she wishes for the best and she puts all her all into the email that she sends to that person to try to yeah. build a lead. And then after that, it's like hands off. It's right. in the universe. I got to move on to the next thing. Yeah. You know? I, I love that. I do too. High intention, low attachment. I, that's yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, now I had a thought and I lost it. Uh, do you, do you have a website? I don't. So okay. yes. So thank you for, for bringing that up too. Yeah. So I've, I've thought about that being the next big step too, is like, there's no consolidated presence for me outside of a writing portfolio. Yeah. Um, and even that's kind of a little scattered. Um, so I think, I think that that's, that's, the next big thing is like the, the one central place to find me, you know? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have your marching orders then. Yes. We're going to yeah. outline an ebook and we're going to plan our uh, our business website, yeah. carolynnewhausen.com or yeah. whatever you decide to do with it. Um, okay. Any last thoughts, questions, suggestions? I don't, I don't think so. Not at this time. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. This was great. I, I think that there is some great stuff out there and I really, Carolyn, I really do think that you're ready to blow this thing out of the water and um, just some consistency and persistence and um, yeah, you're, you're ready. You're ready to kill it. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And um, I think I'm maybe I'll just part by saying that I think what I find um, so helpful about coaching is like, especially when it comes to the confidence piece is like people can see um, with ourselves. I think, I think that the forest is like, you, you can't see the forest or the trees cause you're yep. like right in front of it, but other people can bring out and can, I think other people can allow you to borrow their confidence for you. I had, there was a therapist who said something like, you don't have to believe something. I'll hold it for you. I will believe it for you until uh-huh. 
you are ready to believe it yourself. Yeah. And then um, here you go. I'll hand it over. That's right. And I, I think that that's that. really powerful with coaching because all you need sometimes, I mean, and I guess it's like good parenting, right? Like you just kind of need that little nudge of somebody believes in you before you do. And then yep. you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, actually I do believe in that. So, um, so yeah, I just want to thank you for, for being my nudge today. I am happy, happy to do it. And for the listener out there, if you feel like you are going to need a nudge yourself, then you know where to find me at chrismcpeak.com. You can sign up for one of these fantastic free coaching sessions like Carolyn did. And uh, who knows, in six months, eight months, two months, however long it takes, Carolyn will be back on the show promoting her ebook and her own coaching business. So my friends, we have been talking with Carolyn Newhausen, and thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. I really appreciate it.